0: This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello, welcome to the Health and Wellness Programme. You're listening to Marie Gifkins. And um, if you haven't heard my programme before, I have two clinics – One in Hastings, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and one in Waipakarao, Mondays and Fridays. So, I've been a naturopath for a natural therapist for about, actually, it's nearly coming up to 27 years. So, there's lots of stuff I know. There's, you know, you just keep delving into things and keep looking. New things come along, new science comes out. And so, you can't help but just keep getting more and more involved into the whole subject. And so today I thought we might talk about nerves because that's a whole network through the body and it's like our computer systems, our phone systems, it reaches into all sorts of parts and um, we need our nervous system to function really well, otherwise things break down. Things don't work very well and we don't cope very well if we start getting nerve issues. You can probably remember having a toothache and you know or an earache those ones we tend to remember because the nerves there are just it's so delicate and it's just a pain in the um, pain in the ear and literally a pain in the jaw when we have those kind of issues and if any of you have had sciatica which is the nerve pain down the leg every step you take is irritating is annoying it's hard to not feel it it's hard to ignore it you know you can take a painkiller for some pain and that pain will actually go away like a headache for example but sciatica nerve it'll only like take the edge off it it won't actually get rid of it so isn't that interesting that painkillers will work with some things but when it comes to nerves they generally don't help a lot as I said, they might just take the edge off it. So, if you have nerve pain, it's very hard to get a break from it. It's hard to get a relief from it. You know, even if you get pinched nerves or nerve damage, ooh, that's no fun either. So, I get a lot of customers coming in with nerve problems, and you know, they all explain it in different ways. It's not always the same. Um, you know, it's quite often, you know, the classic ones are it's a sharp pain. It's a sharp pain going through the leg. Um, and it. Or then there's pins and needles and numbness. And so we've all had that when we have slept in our arm the wrong way and we start shaking it, trying to get it, that nerve supply through. And it really is like a current, like your electricity. We need 100% supply to feel nothing. Isn't that interesting? When we feel nothing we feel fine (laughs) and when that 100% supply isn't coming through and say it's only running at 75% we get this altered sensation which our brain feels really quickly. Like you know when pain arrives but we actually don't know when it leaves. We can never give you the day and time of when our pain leaves, but we know when it started. That's an interesting concept in itself as well. We know when it arrives, but we don't know when it leaves. All of a sudden we go, oh, actually I haven't had that pain for a few days. Oh, maybe it's been a week. And it's like, oh, we just get on with life, which is really cool. We don't get stuck in that and stay in it. And it's like, oh, when's the pain coming back? Oh, it should be here. Oh, why haven't I got it? <laughs> we just start getting on with life, which is great. That's that healing, that repair work, that we can let it go and we can get on with our lives. And so nerve pain is also described as water trickling on the skin. Could be insects crawling on the skin or inside. There can be burning, a burning sensation. It can be like a poker burn or it can be a radiation burn where it radiates down into an area or it can be a generalized burn. It's not always nerve pain, but I'm just giving you some ideas. And, um, and so quite often these things we can't ignore. I have one lady uh, probably two months ago, and she came in with burning pain in her toes, both faint. They were both pretty same, um, similar. And she'd had it for 30 years, this burning in both of her feet. And she was um, somewhere between 60 and 70, I think. And, uh, and I just looked at her, for 30 years, you've been putting up with this. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah well, you know, they couldn't do anything. So I just, I just got to get on with it. And she has. She's got on with it for 30 years, but it's taken its toll. And, you know, she said that at night time she would get ice out of the freezer and a bucket full of water and soak her feet in water and ice cubes just to cool them down so she could go to bed and maybe get a bit of sleep. But then when she was going to bed, she'd also have a wheat pack in the freezer and then take that to bed just to try and keep her feet a little bit cooler so she could go to sleep. Because quite often these nerve irritations, they don't let us go to sleep because we can, we constantly can feel them and it's very hard to ignore them. We can sometimes ignore them for a little while and we put our mind elsewhere and it's helpful and then it's like, oh yeah, it's still there. And it, and it does day after day. If you've got nerve pain or an injury and it's there all the time, you know, Day after day you can cope for a certain length of time and then after a while it really starts to get at you and you don't feel very good and you um, start not doing all the things that you normally would do. You can get quite miserable and, and then you have to train your brain to sort of ignore it and go elsewhere and try and find ways to, to um, entertain the brain so it's not going to that spot all the time. Anyway, so she started to come to me to have the foot joint mobilisation, and I was treating her for the burning of the feet um, with some essential oils because I believed it was um, there the nerves were being irritated, but irritated by pathogens, um, and pathogens are like viruses, bacteria, fungus, mold, all those sort of things that we don't want. <laughs> they just hang hang and they can irritate systems. And so I gave her some essential oils to put on twice a day. And within three days, the burning had gone from, say, 100% bad to about 20% bad. Within three days. And she'd had this for 30 years. And I was like, great, we're on the right path. Once we know we're on the right path, the body knows how to heal. Once you can bring something into the light and know what's actually going on then we can handle it and so I got her to twink her diet a little bit and so it's not to feed the pathogens the stuff that they want and keep them stronger and you know the one thing that I got her off she was having every day and so quite often that happens they have having that one product every day in their diet or just about you know sometimes six out of seven days they've got that one product that they're eating continually and that keeps the pathogens going they love it and they can reproduce and maybe go off to another part of the body and have their merry old way and so she's now down I only see in I think once a fortnight now but she now doesn't soak her feet in water with ice cubes she now doesn't have to take a wheat pack to bed that's been in the freezer So if her feet feel a little bit warm, she now just puts a little bit of peppermint oil on and then she sleeps all night. Uh, So wonderful things. Even after 30 years, the body can heal given the right chance. Okay, if you're born with something, then it might just take a lot more and it might be a divine intervention of a miracle, you know. But generally, if it's come on in your lifetime, there's a good chance we can get rid of it. It can go so nerves. So hers was being irritated, and it gave her that feeling of burning sensation. And of course, then the ramifications of that she's putting her feet in ice and cold, so that stops the circulation coming down to the feet, which then means it's not got all the nutrients to heal the skin and heal the nails or make the nails strong to keep all the tissue as well as it should be. So now, what the processes is we've got rid of the burning and now we're getting that circulation coming to the feet with all the good nutrients and all the good oxygen to start the repair work of the function of the feet of the blood supply there of the skin tone and the nails and and just getting that and then the of course the nerves are starting to heal so then she's got better feeling down in the whole feet which means she's going to walk better and she'll enjoy walking better and so you know I said to her the other day oh you must feel like your life is coming back on track that is so much more enjoyable and she just laughed and she just says you have no idea the relief now you know she just knew when she woke up I'll be in pain I'll be in burning sensations it's just the severity how much and you know, so it's it's wonderful watching the change in people and how they can get their lives back on track and start doing the things that they really want to with their full intention, you know. And uh, so, you know, if you are struggling and you want to come and see me and just um, have a chat, my number is zero two seven two four nine five zero nine zero. So you know, even you know, we talked about sciatica before. And that's a, it's not a nice thing. And I have had people where they've had it for like five years and six years and it's like, that's really hard to handle because every step you take, you can rest it a little bit by sitting and lying if you're lucky enough not to get the pressure when you're lying, but you know, every step. So then they put the car right out the front of the shop where they want to go because they don't want to walk any more than they have to. And I've found over the years, 26 years, nearly 27 years, that foot joint mobilisation works very well with sciatica. Some therapists, they say it takes a long time to adjust and get it right. I don't find that with foot joint mobilisation, within three treatments, the person's heaps better. Um, If it's been there for more than a year, it might take maybe five, six treatments to get the person in a good place. And, you know, and that's correcting it from the base, correcting it from the feet. As, you know, a house, a builder knows if the floor is not right, none of the walls will be plumb and they'll never meet properly. And you're putting in a lot of plaster then. (laughs) So get your foundations right. Have a look at your feet. What kind of condition are your feet in? Is one lower than the other? Have you got twisted toes? Have you got a bunion? Have you got a heel spur? Have you got plantar fasciitis? You know, have you had an injury in an ankle, which means that you start putting more weight on the other side, and so then that starts twisting the hips and starts rearranging those muscles, and if you've been doing, you know, you might have had a broken foot or a broken leg, and so then you're leaning more on one side, and then that break might have healed, but you haven't gone back into the correct position. Um, You just carried on walking the same way. So I do put you on a mat scan which goes into the computer and you can see, see where the weight distribution and pressure points are. Sometimes people have more weight in the heel. Sometimes there's more weight at the front which puts more pressure on the knees. Or one side might be heavier than the other side. So they're leaning on that one side and they're putting more pressure on that hip joint which then is okay for six months or a year, but then if you're doing it year after year, it starts to break down. And then you go, how come I've got hip problems now? Why do I have to get a hip operation? What happened? Why is it like that? And then they just tell you, well, you're getting older and you've got to expect these things. That's not an answer. (laughs) It's not an answer. (laughs) So, you know, having a look at the feet and seeing maybe one shoe is being more worn out than the other you're more heavier on one side. You know, know, I even get people with one foot is flat foot and the other foot has high arches. So that's lopsided to start with, with those weight and that pressure in the hip, because one's lower, the legs drop, and so the hip is lower than the other side. And so it starts that process all the way through like dominoes effect. And so by balancing the feet, you stand more correctly and that allows the knees and hips to rebalance themselves and then the pains and tensions go away by themselves. It's miraculous. I don't have to go in and alter these things. The body knows how to heal itself. Occasionally you might have to, if the person's in a rush or something, you might have to go in and do something or they've also got an appointment with a chiropractor and... and, um, or an osteopath or a massage person and they relax the muscles even faster and, boof, away it goes. You know, they do enjoy it when they know their customers are coming to see me because chiropractors and osteopaths can get in further and can do more and get into bigger layers in the body and heal much quicker. So by doing the feet, and I can hear somebody saying, yeah, but how long does it last? And it's like, okay, so what I tell people is The most I ever work on anyone for foot joint mobilisation Is twice a week for eight weeks That's with severe conditions Bunions, heel spurs, plantar fasciitis, arthritis All those things that have been there for a long time It's taken quite a while to get to where you are So it just takes me a few weeks to get you unwound Because you can't just do it all at once It has to be in stages And um, and then once we've done that length of time, I mean, if it's just say sciatica, you might only need um, five treatments, six treatments, and then you're off because everything else is rebalanced. So once you've done that length of treatment, then I don't, you don't have to come in once a month, once every two months, or three months, or anything like that. There's no maintenance needed as long as you're still walking, and you're not just sitting on the couch watching TV or sports. Um, as long as you're still active and still moving around those feet will stay in place and they'll stay there and I don't see people again for years Um, they might come in for a different therapy but I don't see them for that same problem ever again I don't think I've ever in 26 years no one's come back for the same thing Um, so it stays in place and you know someone who's had back pain for 20 years and um, I correct their feet get them flowing their back pain's gone and I'll see them maybe three years later four years later they're coming for something else and I'll say how's your back oh great it's great even a couple of months ago I twisted them and pulled up or lifted up a box and it, and it cracked and, I, and he thought oh, oh here we go this is going to be pretty hard and yes the muscles are sore because they're spasming for a day or two and he said and then I woke up and it was all back to normal it was fine because there's nothing to hold it out of place so things can go out of place because we've twisted the wrong way pulled up something lifted something heavy and yes things can go out of place but if the feet aren't out it's not going to stay out the body will then go oh we need to go back into place and it will just shift it back into place nice and easily it's pretty cool isn't it can't argue with that and so, from you know, after 27 years, you get to see this and you, you know it's going to happen, you know it's going to be working for the person. And so, you get quite excited. And, um, you know, and now that I know even other things, you can add to that healing as well. And so, I think a few or uh, maybe about six weeks ago, I shared another case study with a lady who is quite seriously ill and with nerve problems and she had major nerve pain down her jaw and the other side and it was really burning and her tongue was burning as well and I've just seen her recently and she's been sick for four years um, almost bedridden and all her joints were aching and on some heavy medications and nobody knows she did all the rounds of all the specialists, and they all got a cut, but they don't know what's happening, and they don't know what's causing it, and they don't know how to make her better and It's like they don't know oh wow, but they all got their money and um and then they get her on some medications, and it really doesn't help much; it only takes an edge off, but as I said, if you got that nerve pain day after day, month after month it it eats away at you and so she, all she was doing during the day was sitting, having a light meal and sitting again. She couldn't face anything, she couldn't face doing any housework, she couldn't face doing any gardening, very little amounts of anything. She was irritated. it was. It's really hard to get yourself going when you know that you're going to be in this pain all the time. Eating wasn't any fun because her tongue was burning and her jaws are burning and aching so you don't want to chew anyway and she didn't even want to talk because it just irritates that whole mouth and whole jaw area so it's it's quite serious and um, and she's a retired lady and so she's not a 20 or 30 year old and so I've been working with her for a little while and um, I saw her the other day and she said you know I can't believe how much housework I'm doing and opening up drawers and cleaning and getting rid of stuff. I've even gone through my wardrobe and taken a couple of bags to the op shop and she's been in a garden a few times and she's just, you can see her eyes lighting up. I'm getting things done now. I'm coping. Um, you know, her joints aren't aching anymore like they were. The jaw, the pain in the jaw and the tongue have gone. Um, and the headaches, she was getting headaches every day. Enough to make take eight painkillers. Eight painkillers a day just for a headache alone. She doesn't get headaches now. And it's just, it's like this huge turnaround. And uh, again, it was the essential oils that did a lot of the magic. And then I twinked her diet a little bit. You know, food has a lot to play with it. We get good food and bad food. What are you choosing? And we basically know what's good food and we know what's bad food. I don't have to tell you. We kind of know And then it's like Okay, if you're taking bad food, why? What's the purpose of it? How are you feeling? Is it working for you? You know, if it's not, change it Twink it Um, Reduce it by half Put something in its place You know, we're now starting to get fruit out The cherries won't be far away The apricots will be coming You know, swap it around You know, or um, Instead of I don't know, muesli bars. Apparently they aren't supposed to be too bad for you. But hey, you have a look at the sugar and the salt content in it. You know, and the little chocolate chippies in there. Chocolate chip things in there. Or the coating of chocolate on the outside. Oh, but the rest of it is really good. And <laughs> look how much sugar is in there. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. And, um, you know, get some nuts and just have a bag of nuts that you can munch on. You know, but do remember, you've got to put your nuts in the freezer first. Okay, Put your nuts that you buy from the supermarket or a health shop or wherever. You put all your nuts in the freezer for 48 hours first and then put them in the fridge. Okay? Because in the middle is sometimes growth of fungus or mould or spores or a bit of bacteria. And putting them in the freezer will, will pretty much kill most of it. So then you're not ingesting all those little bugs with the nuts because that's what can cause cold sores on the lips when you've been eating too many nuts. Um, And you freeze them and then you don't get that problem. And so you can eat more. Okay, so just a little tip, freeze your nuts. (laughs) Just for 48 hours and then put them in the fridge. And um, so your nerve pain is quite, it's no fun. It's not. You know, I'm not going to get every person But I can get a lot of people Or sometimes it's nerve irritation in the shoulder In the shoulder area And you can't even get your arm right up You know, above your head And so sometimes it's the nerves underneath the shoulder That are all jammed up with the ligaments and tendons And they won't move freely All these things are supposed to move freely from each other But with injury, trauma, lifting heavy objects time after time after time they can all sort of mat together and then they won't move individually so then when the tendons move it's dragging the nerve with it and then gives you that pain and that feeling down the arm or the pins and needles or the burning or the uh, feeling that you just haven't got the strength there or you just can't lift it up you physically just can't lift it up so sometimes you've got to get in and just loosen things up manually, so you can't just always use essential oils. But you know, if you come and see me and we have a chat about everything, and then we make a plan, and we start the progress, and then see how you go. As I'll say to people, you give me five treatments, and if nothing's happened by then, maybe I'm not the person for you. But it doesn't happen very often. Occasionally it does, but not very often person will always get some improvement it's how much improvement okay so if you want to have a look at my web page www.comebewell.co.nz so that's all joined together as one word comebewell.co.nz and my phone number is 0272 thank you